0: We're going to head over to the US now. I'm going to chat about this devastating Halloween stampede that happened in Korea. David Wojawad for Seven News is over in Los Angeles morning. David, Good morning guys. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. But really sad to hear that an, an Australian's been uh, killed in this stampede. Yeah, and aussie has been caught up in this uh, awful crush, if you've seen the pictures. Look, this was a Halloween festival. It was attended by mostly people in their 20s, a very popular district there. In uh, South Korea, look, uh, the district, that was crammed with people estimates at around 100,000 when it all just became too much. The crowd sort of locked in on itself, and the images are pretty distressing if you haven't seen them. People just couldn't move. Uh, they were going under in the crush, really dying on their feet, suffocating where they stood there. And then... The grim reality is the uh, emergency crews eventually started clearing out that crowd. 154 people dead uh, and hundreds more injured, as you say. An Aussie among them, a woman confirmed dead. Uh, Other Aussies also injured, but Friends of this woman, look, they've expressed their utter devastation at having watched losing her in this crush, and those messages of support have been flowing into Korea and that family, of course, but from all over the world, including the US President and the Australian Prime Minister in the past 24 hours, just shocking things. So, a national day of mourning has been now declared in South Korea. Do, do investigations immediately go to uh, what safety protocols were in place? Yes, exactly right. So that's all part of that investigation now. And this is a a huge peacetime disaster, of course, for South Korea. So they've been looking at everything. Uh, This is a very popular festival. But then because of the pandemic, people obviously hadn't been doing it for the past few years. So they're putting it down to the added interest and the added excitement for people to be able to get out there and go to this event. So they've had a crowd that far exceeded those expectations. Clearly, the area wasn't set up for it. Those response mechanisms, they weren't in place. And the cries for help from those people for emergency services. And you've seen these horrific pictures of those emergency crews as well. Trying to really jag and and rip people out of this crowd because they were so locked in there in this way because of the nature of these laneways, it was actually really difficult to clear them out and that took a number of hours as well. So all of that will now be looked into by those authorities.
1: David, what's the latest out of the US on this sickening hammer attack on the wife of a Democrat, veteran Democrat and House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, obviously one of the most sort of noted small-l liberal voices in the United States, someone who's clashed a lot with with Donald Trump over policy issues. Um, I just couldn't believe that story when I heard it on Friday.
0: Yeah, I think this has really shocked everyone. So Paul Pelosi, Nancy's husband, he was at home inside their San Francisco home on Friday, she was out on work business elsewhere around the country. Uh, when someone has broken into his home, uh, he was armed with a hammer. Uh, he's gone in there demanding, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? Uh, Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, has managed to call 911. He's got on to authorities there. Uh, they have quickly come around, but not before he has, they just say, assaulted Paul. And quite badly as well, hit him with this hammer. He had some... Uh, fractures and other injuries as well. He was quickly taken to hospital. Uh, the good news there is that he's in an OK, uh, stable condition. Uh, he's still in hospital at the moment. Look, in the past 12 hours, Nancy, she's released a statement as well, saying that our children and our grandchildren and I are heartbroken and traumatised uh, by the life-threatening attacks on our POP. We're grateful for the quick response of law enforcement and emergency service. But what it's really done is sort of highlighted that oh, this growing trend, I suppose, for threats against elected officials and public officials here in America. And both sides, of course, uh, out and about today on the Sunday programs here, Sunday morning in America, really pointing the finger at the rhetoric that's been used uh, from both sides of politics. But really the, the major concern here is now Paul Pelosi might have escaped at this, t- at this time, but uh, where is it going to go next
1: time? Yeah, well, that's a very good question. David Wojwoid, 7 News Live in LA. I mean, you think about that poor... Labor MP in the UK who was stabbed to death at a town hall meeting. You think about, there's a pretty disturbing story in today's Australian about the Deputy Prime Minister, Richard Miles who had some sort of very scary, undisclosed incident recently, and now the AFP has had to give him extra security detail. And it points to the growing inability of people to agree to disagree. Like, And, and you know, you type any subject into Twitter and you'll find... Thousands of people who are demonstrably stupid on the left and the right who just can't go, well, okay, I I view things differently. You know, politics is sort of turning into this cult and blood sport and, you know, to be attacked inside your own home is is hugely disturbing.
0: We'll be back with some more of the news stories of the morning right after the 7 o'clock news.